ladies, have you been led astray? Did you diddle where maybe you shouldn't have dabbled? Have you been unfaithful to your husband, wife, partner, main squeeze? Well, there's a judgment-free podcast just for you. Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity, hosted by Rebecca Adams, tells the stories of these women from their perspective, anonymously and without judgment. He got out of his car and tried to kiss me. I pulled back. I was still not wanting an affair. I was not sure what I wanted. Most likely, I just liked the way it felt to be wanted. This did not stop his calls. Several more weeks went by and we met up again, this time by the water. After walking and talking for an hour, I could not take the suspense anymore. I leaned in and kissed him. It was like fireworks. If you need to come clean, get it off your chest, confess your sins with no Hail Marys required, then Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity is the podcast for you. And remember, it's completely anonymous and judgment-free. Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity is available wherever you listen to podcasts. Subscribe today. Raw Truth podcasts may contain explicit, sensitive, and questionable content. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual podcaster and are not based on the advice of a licensed psychologist, therapist, or other medical professional. Listener discretion is strongly advised. What does the word ponder actually mean? According to one dictionary, it means to weigh in the mind, to think about and reflect on. On Let's Ponder with Rebecca Adams, we do just that. We discuss taboo and questionable subject matter. For example, size. Does it really matter? Or do you really want to know the number of partners your significant other has been with? Or what about stories of disastrous one-night stands? How about being in a sexless marriage? These and other topics are what we talk about on this podcast. Hello and welcome to Let's Ponder with Rebecca Adams. This is Rebecca. How the heck's everybody doing? I will not have the Marine on for this episode. I know, disappointing. He's funny. But just logistically, it didn't work out. Um, But today we're going to talk about uh, affair-proofing your marriage. And this is a subject that, of course, comes up a lot. And I think it does because of my main podcast, Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity. But people had this as a suggestion, so we'll go ahead and go and talk about that. I'm going to read an article and then people's um, thoughts on it. But I, you know, I honestly, I've just skimmed through the article and we'll do a full reading. So I may have different thoughts at the end. But I don't know if there's truly a way to cheat proof a marriage. I think that it has to do with the people in the marriage. I mean, I think a person can do everything they can based on probably what this article is gonna say. But if the person you're with has an addiction to excitement, an addiction to sex, uh, underlying issues, and it has nothing to do with you, the person that's being betrayed, it has to do with the other person, I don't think 
that there's breaking that cycle until that person is able to admit and own that they have a problem. So that's just my thought on it. But we're going to go ahead and move forward and uh, read this article. It's um, from Happy Marriage. Marriage is what it says. I'll have the link to the article, uh, of course, in my show notes. But the name of it is 10 Ways to Affair-Proof Your Marriage by Susan Merrill. A good friend of mine has been married a long time, almost 35 years. She has some great advice for how to affair-proof your marriage. It's advice her mother shared with her. Never say never. You see, my friend had been talking to her mom about her husband and said, Oh, John would never have an affair and I wouldn't either. That's when her mother told her never to say never. Not because her mother didn't believe her that her daughter or son-in-law could be faithful, but because she wanted them to be vigilant about protecting their marriage. So even if you think you have a super strong marriage that you or your husband aren't the type to have affairs, take a look at these 10 ways to affair-proof your marriage. Number one, avoid temptation. Many affairs begin when people start talking about their personal pressures and problems with another person besides their spouse. They feel like the other person empathizes and understands them better. This can lead to a feeling of closeness, which, if left unchecked, can lead to an intimate emotional or physical relationship. Number two, date your husband. Establish a date night and treat this as sacred by putting it in ink on your calendar. Try to have at least one date night a month, but aim for two. Make your date something fun and interactive. Studies show that keeping your dates fresh actually brings back the butterflies of your dating days. Number three, stop the pornography. Pornography destroys people and relationships. Just like the hard drive on your computer, every time a person sees pornography, those images are stored permanently in the mind. Pornography can also create unrealistic expectations for your sexual relationship with your husband. Since pornography can become so addictive and destructive, the best course of action is to avoid it completely. Number four, be thoughtful. Do nice things for your husband even when you don't feel like it. Treat him as if you would a valued friend and train yourself to focus on thoughts on what he does right. Keep your thoughts away from the grass is always greener game where you look at other husbands and other men and imagine that they are so much better than your own husband. Number five, initiate affection. Studies show that couples who are affectionate with each other stay together. Make an effort to initiate spontaneous affection with your husband. Give him a hug or surprise kiss and say how much you love him. Hold his hand while you're out together. These small gestures will help strengthen the physical connection that every relationship needs. Number six, have sex regularly. Couples sometimes stray because their spouse is not meeting their sexual needs. It's easy to understand how that can happen. Exhaustion, busyness, and emotional distance are just some of the things that can cause a couple's sex life to wither. While those might be valid reasons, they must be dealt with. Start by talking to your husband about your sex life and move on from there. Number seven, talk some and listen always. 
Find some time each day to have meaningful conversations with your husband. If you have children, find a few moments after you put them in bed. Talk about what you did during the day. Discuss what you've been thinking about lately. Share your dreams. And be sure to be a good listener by dropping what you are doing, making eye contact, and showing that you are genuinely interested in what he is saying. The idea is to deepen the bond between you and your husband. It's harder to withdraw from your spouse when you've made such an emotional investment. Number eight, meet each other's needs. What is the primary need for most men? Respect. Without it, even your best efforts to be a good wife in other areas might fall short. What about your needs? Before you become bitter at your husband for not meeting them, be sure you've clearly let your husband know what your needs are. Number nine, don't push him away. Most wives really do want a good marriage, but it's easy to be guilty of different ways to push your husband away. Be aware of the signals you're sending your husband. Number 10, evaluate your vulnerabilities. Sit down with your spouse and evaluate your vulnerabilities. Some people have jobs where they travel a lot. Being away from home in tempting environments can create challenges. Some have personality traits that open them up for infidelity. These traits don't have to be bad either. For example, you might naturally be an empathetic listener or an affectionate person. There's nothing wrong with that, but some people may take this attention the wrong way. How do you affair-proof your marriage? And it says this was based on ideas from authors Brett and Katie McKay from The Art of Manliness. Okay. As I was reading this initially, I started thinking, it sounds like the woman has to do all the work to make sure she keeps her man's attention. To me, that's what it sounded like. And... Um, where the women must obey, etc., and all of that. But then there were other parts of it that did sound like, well, hey, do this to help you stray. Those are things that we all long for in our relationship, no matter what. And as you guys may know, if you listen, I feel the majority, I feel this, this is my opinion, just based on my own research here and work and working with women who have been unfaithful, that the majority of them actually cheat because of emotional disconnection with their spouse. Uh, And then it leads to sex, but they just don't go out just to have sex. Very rarely of my stories, and I've done well over a hundred of them, just a small handful of women are like that. Most of them were trying to connect with their husband. They wanted to be, but it just wasn't happening no matter how it, how they talked about it, how they discussed their needs and all of that. It just, and then it just, caught them at that vulnerable moment and uh, they crossed that line so anyways it was interesting a little bit of information you know one person's thoughts other people's thoughts Uh, right now though I am actually going to read from Quora these were Quora's um, you know Quora.com questions and answers how do you keep someone from cheating on you is it even possible so this is what people had to say about that Number one, this is a question I have been asked many times. The truth of the matter is you can't. If someone wants to cheat, they're going to cheat. A relationship is all about trust and self-control. 
Our job is not to monitor the other person's behavior, but to be the best person we can be in our relationship. You cannot do both, nor should you. If and when someone violates that trust, you react accordingly. The trick is to learn how to pick the right partner. There are always signs in the beginning, but unfortunately, many people choose to ignore, mostly because they want to be in a relationship so bad that they're willing to risk it. Which brings us back to you. If you feel you have to worry about whether your partner is going to cheat on you, either you are insecure or they have given you a reason to worry. If it is insecurity, then you need to figure out what the cause of the insecurity is. If it is the latter, then you need to listen to your gut instincts and give serious thoughts to exiting the relationship. Good luck. Number two. Yes, you refuse to be with anyone who isn't fully and completely devoted to you, then you leave at the first tiny sign that they aren't. You negotiate definitions as to what defines cheating in your particular relationship, and you never assume that cheating means the same thing in all relationships. You negotiate boundaries and you adhere to them. You leave immediately if the person's definition of cheating is unreasonable. You don't externally control their behavior. You don't snoop. You don't demand what they account for themselves. You don't demand passwords and stalk their social media. You don't go through their phone. You leave immediately if they do that to you. You simply devote yourself fully to the relationship and if they don't, you walk. Nice. Number three, nope. We are responsible for our own actions. You should be able to take control yourself from cheating, but you cannot control other people and who would want to. I want my partner to love and honor our relationship enough not to cheat on me. That is not to say he couldn't have, but he has chosen not to so far 28 years later. My dad had flings, as did others in my family. Dad loved my mother, but he just kept needing the thrill of the chase as did his dad and my first husband. I saw the pain it gave my mom until she too tried it once as a payback. Her adultery made her sick to her stomach. It also went public, so she was humiliated too. I witnessed these things as a child and it showed me that there are consequences for actions that can last the rest of your life. Also, I had a wonderful grandmother and housekeeper. Both had strong ethics and values. Thankfully, when I married, I followed in their footsteps and took their sage advice. It could have easily gone the other way. I do not want to cause my husband the pain by betraying our marriage. We may have disagreeing viewpoints at times, but at the end of the day, I want him to feel completely and fully loved once I pass on. His parents had solid and strong family ethics and values that he inherited. Some people can live with someone cheating in their marriage as long as their partner comes home to them. Some relationships are completely open to having other partners and remain happy. Others may help us who we become, but at the end of the day, we each establish the limits we can live within our love lives. I like that. That was well put. Thank you. Number four, you can't prevent anyone from cheating on you. If someone's going to cheat, then that's the choice they're making at no fault of your own. 
I've personally been cheated on and had to come to terms with it. Don't confuse that with accepting blame or fault for their choices to do so. However, don't be naive to the warning signs. Pay attention to the red flags and follow your gut instincts because they're usually right. Number five. As the others have posted, it's impossible to predict or control the actions of another human being because it all breaks down to initiative. Furthermore, people cheat all the time, even when they believe they're not doing it by watching porn or getting off at images with other attractive people while being committed to someone else. Should we feel guilty about it? Heck no. Human beings are not monogamous by nature, so there's no point in feeling ashamed of it just because other people have different priorities or principles. Keeping someone in line and making sure they're not cheating on you all the time while acting as a surveillance in that person's life could only mean one thing, that you're in the wrong relationship. Thus, if you feel like you need to keep someone in particular from harming you like that, just walk away and find someone you can really connect with. That could be easier said than done, especially after chasing the wrong people and getting your heart broken, though the full answer depends on perspective. It could be yes or no. It could go both ways. Yes, you can keep someone from cheating on you while searching for a person and choosing to spend that time with a person who truly values your presence and places you above his or her sexual instincts. A person who values you entirely, not just your physical presence. If you're referring in context to all people, that's a whole different scenario, in which case the answer is no. Those were some great answers, talking from experience as being the betrayed, um, talking about you know how they've witnessed it themselves from their family members. I, it was really interesting, the one lady, it sounds like she had been cheated on, but she watched her dad have the flings and then she watched her mom get even, in a way, as payback. And then the woman was basically judged because it went public. What about his flings, huh? What about all the shit he was doing? And his father before him. It has always been so darn... Oh, the double standards. Women, they don't do that. And if they sh they're whores, they're sluts, they need to be humiliated. But men... Oh, it's excusable. They're dogs. They like to stick their dick everywhere. It's just, and I know this isn't across the board, but society has talked for years and overlooked the men's infidelity. I mean, like I've talked in the past on previous episodes, you know, you go back to the kings, you know, go back to King Henry VIII. I mean, he was screwing everything, you know, and the wife just had to put up with it. You didn't argue. And, you know, you just... I don't know. It's just been, for whatever reason, more acceptable. And I plan, and it's, it's on my agenda to do at some point, is to dig deep into the scarlet letter. This is kind of, you know, where we talk about humiliation. Um, and what she had to go through. And I believe, and maybe I'm wrong, somebody correct me, but he wasn't faithful. But when she was, she had to wear the whole letter. Anyway, I am going to look into that at some point here. I've got the book and it's packed somewhere. <laughs> but I want to be able to talk a little bit more about that. So anyway, that is it for today. I thought it was a 
interesting. It's not a very long episode today, but that's okay. Everybody's busy and has things to do, and maybe this gets you to work or from home uh, not too terribly long, and on with your day. So I'll be back in a couple of weeks, and on this next episode, it will be an actual story about a gentleman who had an affair with his esthetician. So... I guess we'll be talking about affairs again, but um, as you know, I focus on female infidelity. So if there's a man that wants to share his story, this is where it lands, is right here on Let's Ponder. So that's coming up in a couple of weeks. And then over on Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity, um, we just finished up a two-part story about Stacy and a new episode coming out here shortly I think next week around the 18th or so will be about Allison and of course if you're a Patreon subscriber we are still working on Carl's story that was a five episode and we're getting into February so I think by the time you listen to this this might be episode four or five so we're finishing up his story here in February and then in March we will start again with new episodes so that's where we are thank you guys so much for being here and being supportive most likely I'm going to share this episode on the regular raw truth podcast just because it talks about cheat proofing and you know wanting these women to be able to hear these thoughts because not everybody who listens to that podcast actually subscribes here to Let's Ponder. So once in a while, I like to share it over there. In the meantime, I hope everybody has a great week and I'll be back soon. Take care. You have been listening to Let's Ponder with Rebecca Adams. Your support of Raw Truth Podcasts is truly appreciated. If you haven't already, Be sure to subscribe to my other podcast, Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity. This controversial yet no-judgment podcast is a safe place where women can share their stories anonymously of why they chose to be unfaithful. If you have feedback or suggestions for future Let's Ponder topics, please email rebecca.rawtruth at gmail.com. This podcast was written, produced, and edited by Rebecca Adams. If you enjoy the podcast, please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts.